Welcome everybody, Cross the Streams of uh, Season 5, host Kip Ione here, and before we dive into our latest episode, I think this is Episode 7 of Season 5, it's going to be a Reading Out Loud edition, I want to do a cute and clean up a few housekeeping items for you. Number one, first, big shout out to uh, Just Us Beats, Justice Eaglesmith, for our intro and outro music uh, that you've been, been enjoying since the end of Season 4 and really all of season five here you can follow him on linktree at j-u-s-t underscore us beats just us beats doing a great job great way to dive in and out of your time with us uh secondly it's a if you're just now catching back up to us i know covid and the pandemic's getting all timelines kind of out of whack we're already in march when we're taping this episode but if you take a look at our soundcloud page if you go to follow us on the apple ipod i mean apple podcast app you can find our previous six episodes episodes. You've got three reading out louds on there, a calling man in with Jeff Matsushita and Carly Rohner, um, a pandemic and business two-parter on the Dishing on the Drive series, and a pandemic and education single episode over on our useless full info playlist. So we've been do, putting out a lot of content, super excited about this year. A little different uh, with me hosting by myself, obviously Kane moving on to be the co-defensive coordinator at Boise State. His time is not as uh, available as it used to be, but we're hoping to get him on in a segment uh, or two here throughout the season, but he just can't co-host anymore. So I'm excited to be with you and shooting you off into this next Reading Out Loud. The language of hoops is universal. July 19th, 2017. As I crossed through the third set of security check doors and into the yard, I still haven't figured out the answer to the question that has dogged my brain the entire 30-minute drive over. Just what the hell am I going to say to these guys? Here I am, in the heart of a federal corrections institution, assigned 40 inmates on varying bids of anywhere to 1 to 20 years, one ball rack, one full court, and two hours of rec time to fill with basketball. I have no delusions of grandeur. I'm not going to change the heart and souls of anyone today. I'm not going to cause an awakening of morality because of some drill I use today. But what exactly is my purpose for being here then? If it's as simple as providing two hours of enjoyable escape from a day-to-day monotony, am I really going to be able to do that? With over a decade of coaching at the NCAD3 level, as well as running hundreds of days of camps and clinics, is there enough in my coaching utility belt to make these 120 minutes work? I hear a horn ring out. A muffled voice over an intercom announces, Rec time starts now, and I'm escorted through another gate of razor wire, through a mess hall type area, and into a gym setting that immediately sets me at ease. Before me is a clean, tartan full court floor with glass backboards in surprisingly good condition. The college three-point line is clear, and around the circle arena are painted images of the game's legends. Bird, Magic, Dr. J, Kareem, Kobe, LeBron, and of course Jordan, who gets two images. Every NBA jersey is etched in color by conference on the baseline walls, and ten rows of bleachers sit new and cleaned on one sideline. A crew of inmates clad in tan jumpsuits sets up a scoreboard display and asks me, Coach, how many minutes do you need for warm-up? A steady stream of clinic participants begin filling in, some in white long tees with gray shorts or sweats, others still in the tan jumpsuits. The first 20 or so simply go to each end and start playing shooting games, all of which you would see my own D3 team do before practice started at any point of our season. It dawns on me that maybe this session, despite its unique settings and circumstances, could actually resemble so many others I've done teaching this game. Then a group of five inmates introduce themselves to me and pepper me with questions. What's on the practice plan today, coach? We're going to need a group of five, six, or seven. You at the school in the Capitol, right? 
Season was tough for you, huh? One man says, I can assist in carrying out any of the drills, coach. Let me know teaching points and we'll roll with you. I try to hide my mixed emotions of excitement and bewilderment and stammer out, uh, yeah, fellas, how about we start with dynamics and add some competition agilities to the last six minutes of that. They all respond, good plan, coach. We don't do static stretches lines very well here anyway. Damn, Kip, I say to myself, you're an idiot. You assume that the fences, the wires, the guards would keep the game foreign to these guys. That the pass they chose that led them here couldn't possibly include Hoop's IQ or knowledge. Then I remember, the game is a connector. The game is a translator. The game is universal. And immediately feel myself ease into my usual demeanor and the two hours fly by. We utilize a setup that mimics a competition Tuesday in our season, and we get four groups of ten players going at each other, in many cases with a skill set and athleticism we don't have on our D3 roster. We use small-sided games with restrictions on ball screen entries, long staggers, pin downs, and the guys either immediately react and do it, or through similar explanations we use with our own team, push through early errors and end up playing freely with the add-ons and new concepts. We curl flops, slip switches, create isos, all with only few of the puzzled looks or breakdowns you would expect even in a teenage camp setting. Whoever is responsible for educating these inmates to the language of basketball has done a fantastic job and set me up for a great day. Finally, the horn from the scoreboard crew blows. My time is up and it's time to say goodbyes and thank yous. Amongst the gestures of appreciation, I get ideas. Coach, you should get a better whistle. That one you have is an audible on the other end of the court. And suggestions. I would have that shooter as the first screener in the stagger, then curl off him. They can't help on that. As I leave, I barely notice the checkpoints, stamp scans, and signatures to leave a FCI. I'm too mentally engaged in trying to decide how I can share this experience with people. All cameras, recording devices, names of inmates, etc. is and was prohibited from use or sharing. What did I learn? What should I have learned? In the end, I settle on telling the story in this format with as much allowable detail as possible. I decide that the true lesson lesson wasn't necessarily, hey, prison is better than you think. No, I think the lesson was as it usually is, the true soul of this game we all love crosses all boundaries, languages, and circumstance. The profession I exist in grants me usage of a unique tool in a world determined to separate. No matter where we are, who we are, or what we are, basketball can bring us together. The Language of Hoops is Universal, first published on medium.com, kion.medium.com, July 19th, 2017. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.